Welcome to Becoming Iconic, the masterclass for you by me, Jen Spiegel. I am your host and also the founder of Becoming Iconic, which is a global brand supporting entrepreneurs in their life, business, and most importantly, leadership. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy. Well, I'm excited to get back into our series around the five pillars that will support you in your business and your life. And we are today on pillar three. If you have not listened to pillar one, which is all about you and supporting yourself or pillar two about welcoming more spirituality into your life, I would highly recommend you listen to those because these are meant to stack upon one another. And they are, to be honest, in a little bit of a priority sequence. So it's not that you can't listen to this one. You have to listen to those first, but I do really want to encourage you to listen to them all because when you do and start really defining what these pillars mean for you and what values and importance they hold in your life, that will really be supportive this coming year. So I want to be an encourager to that. Now, today is all about family and relationships. That's the pillar uh, we're on, pillar three. I have been toying with this idea and sitting with it for a little bit because Illuminate, which is open right now, this is the most incredible program I believe I've ever put out into the world. It's revolutionary. It's never been done. And it's all about personal leadership. And one of the modules is, in fact, around family and relationships, because personal leadership, how we lead ourselves in those relationships and our families really matter. It matters to our life. It matters to our business. It matters to our growth. And so I'm spending a lot of time in Illuminate with practices and tools and traditions and all sorts of really beautiful things that will support you if you have a family and are building a business. And because I'm spending a lot of time in that over in Illuminate, I just wanted to nudge you to maybe come over and join us in that program if you're desiring those types of things. If you're feeling a little resistance right now or you're in mom guilt or maybe you and your partner aren't seeing eye to eye in what you desire and dream for this year, you're just feeling a little friction between those two worlds, I would highly recommend you come into Illuminate. Okay, because that's where I'm going to really dive deep into things that will be so supportive, like life changing. Some of my clients have said that it literally changed their marriage. Some of my clients have said that they have never felt so free of guilt in their entire lives. And that's the type of result you can count on through Illuminate and working with me. Today, I felt like opening up a conversation. Today's masterclass is about dialogue. And I feel like I'm just kind of verbally processing with you today. And that is a little vulnerable, if I can be honest, because I don't know if I have all of my thoughts collected and I don't know if I've made sense a lot of, of a lot of my thoughts. So I just love to be fully transparent with you in this masterclass and for us just to get to know each other on a deeper level, for you to know that you're listening right now to Jen really working through some of the things she's seeing and processing in real time. And that this may not be right for you, but it never has to be the right thing. It's about creating conversation and sparking ideas and discernment. For you to listen sometimes and not agree with me is, okay, I'm really good with that because what you're doing is you're saying, hmm, that actually, I don't see things that way or that doesn't fit in my life that way. And that is discernment and that is leadership. So I am all about that. I don't need to always have you agree. But what I do want to always have is the relationship between you and I where we can have honest discussion. So that's what today is going to be, just a discussion. Now, before I get into it, I have to talk about one more thing. 
And that is this incredibly fun, vibrant experience. You know, I love the word experience. That's what I do. But it's a challenge. Let's call it a challenge and call it what it is. But it is an experiential challenge. And that is manifestation in motion. This just came to me this week, and it stems from many conversations I was having with clients who are feeling a heavy energy entering into 2022. A lot of my clients have really noticed how high their expectations were walking into this year. They had so much anticipation for this fresh year and what they were going to create, and they've been met with a bit of heaviness. They are feeling like they're lagging, like they're kind of falling behind. And so we've been having a lot of conversation around that, a lot of conversation of like, why is this, Jen? And can you fix it for me and tell me what to do? And um, although I love sharing and working through those things, I also believe it's just a part of our self-discovery for us to pay attention to the whys and for us to pay attention to ourselves and to be in rest and listen, listen for the guidance and just also sometimes shake it off. Okay, shake it off. That's a great song by Taylor Swift, by the way. I play that sometimes when I literally need to shake something off. And so this free challenge, I was like, I want something free. I want something fun. I want something where people are like, oh my goodness, I just want to do this to be creative and and just step into this year because I stepped into it. It wasn't quite what I anticipated, but we are not too late, my friends. We are not too late. And I want to hold you accountable to getting in momentum now. Because again, it's not too late, but if we don't change something, we don't shift our energy a little bit to really start the momentum of 2022, we know one day turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into a year, and all of a sudden we wake up January 2023 and we're in the exact same place, maybe a little different, but exact same place we were. And so this is kind of an accountability slash fun slash shake it off challenge. And if that sounds like something you would desire, come on over to jenspiegel.com or the link is in the notes here. Just enter. There's nothing to it other than me facilitating something fun and exciting and to get us moving and really starting to manifest the desires of 2022. Okay, so come on into that. This is going to be a lot of fun and I just know you're going to enjoy it. So why not? Now let's walk into pillar three. Pillar three, the conversation, and the conversation starts like this. I feel strongly that we are in a big form, a big time, a big period of evolution, but evolution specifically for women. So I have this visual in my head. (laughs) It's kind of a funny one, but and I hope this makes sense when I say this. It does to me in my head. I feel like women have been really good fish. We have swim in the water. We've been collecting food for the family. We've been doing the thing. We're really good fish. And we, for as long as I can think of in history, we have been nurturing humans, building homes, holding homes, birthing babies, raising babies, caring for our partners, keeping the house clean, cooking the meals, making sure the homework's done, taking the kids to the doctors, making the dentist appointments. We are highly nurturing and very effective, beautiful mothers and women. We are. There's just no denying that. Can't argue it. So we've been swimming effectively, very well, beautiful fish in the ocean. But all of a sudden, One of us, at some point, not too recent history, 
got feet. And realized, oh, we can grow feet. And we don't just swim in water, we can actually walk on land. And so there is a bunch of us, a lot of us, who have realized we can grow feet. And so we are now fish walking around on the beach and also jumping back in and swimming in the ocean. And this is confusing us and it's confusing everybody watching us because this is not how it's done. Fish swim in water. Why are fish on the beach walking around? And this is evolution. Evolution doesn't make sense when we're first witnessing it. It's like our brains go, that's not how it is. That's not how it is. Fish are in water. They cannot be on land. And we're showing that, yes, actually, we can be on land. And I feel like that image for me is what we're holding and carrying as women right now. We have been swimming in water, doing a really good job for a really long time. But now we have grown feet. And now we also, so we haven't left the water behind, we also now can walk on land. So how that sort of unfolds for me is watching us as women be excellent caregivers, really good moms, really good partners, doing all the things at home. And we have now layered on work, career, aspiration, goals, entrepreneurship. So we have brought these two worlds together. And I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am, that we've ever seen this in history the way we are right now in this moment, where there are so many women stepping up into their power and their capacity. That's an important word to remember, our capacity. You see, we have been told, and I was even told myself when I started my entrepreneurial journey, I remember my mom crying for two weeks saying, how are you going to do this? You're already so full. You're so dedicated to your two kids. I had two at the time. How are you going to handle all of this? I, she was so concerned about me. And I understand that now. At the time, I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm going to be great, mom. Like, don't worry. I've got this. Like, I found entrepreneurship. I get to work from home and be with my babies. I'm not sacrificing, and to come back to that, sacrificing anything. I, I really believe I can do this. And I did. But you see, her generation, they didn't do that. And they didn't do it to the extent we are. And so there's a lot of discomfort happening and a lot of discovery happening. And I want to talk about the fact that we are living in a time with a very unconventional family. Family doesn't look the way it always has, where the husband goes to work, he has a job, he makes the income, he comes home, he pays the bills. And when he walks in the door, the woman has been home, she has tidied up the house and tidied herself up, and the kids are quietly playing off in the corner, their homework is done, and there's a hot meal waiting on the stove for him. And we serve him his meal and we clean up the dinner and everybody just lives happily ever after. That's conventional. We're not living in conventional times anymore. Our families look far from conventional. As a matter of fact, a lot of us as women, myself included, we're actually the ones holding the finances and the obligations, if you want to call it, the responsibility of the home. So not only are we still doing all the things we've always done, but we have layered on this incredible aspect to us that is so breathtaking. But we are in the midst of figuring out what that all means. I don't know about you, but I was never raised to think of 
the woman in the home making the income and the father staying home and being with the children, that was never something I saw or anybody even spoke about. I remember when I first asked my husband to leave his career and be home with me and raise our two children together. I remember him being very excited about that idea. We were so thrilled. We were so excited, but we were met with so much resistance. We made people really uncomfortable. Like my parents still can't fathom what that was because that for them is not conventional. He's supposed to be making money. He's supposed to be looking after you that way. And what I think is being missed is I don't want to be looked after that way. I don't need to be looked after that way. And this actually really works for us. But see, we're navigating an evolution in real time and people are witnessing an evolution and their brains are saying, this is not how it is. This is not how it is. This is not how it is. Fish swim in water. They don't walk on land. What is going on with women? What is going on with families? What a dad is taking paternity leave? That people are doing that? I mean, their minds are blown. But yeah, we're doing that. How liberating. How exciting. How revolutionary. But I know that that does come with a lot of discomfort and a lot of lessons we're learning in real time as we are the very first fish to grow feet and legs. Okay, we're the very first. And the generations after us they're going to be probably growing wings for crying out loud. There's going to be women who not only swim and walk on land, but they're like got wings. They can do all the things because I can believe that's what we can do. We're just the start. We are the seed for the generations to come. And I find that so beautiful. I am so excited to be a part of that. But it does come with challenge. Challenge that can look like constant guilt as a woman. You know, I should be. I should be with my kids. No, wait, when I'm with my kids, I should be answering my DMs. And this constant tug of war we feel internally. Nobody will ever understand that but women. Men don't understand that because they have not lived the way we've lived. And so we live with a lot of guilt, don't we? Because we have been told that we have to choose. You're either a mom who stays home and you've sacrificed everything to raise children and you're, that is your role and you are so dedicated to your family, or you have sacrificed being a great mom to go build a career and you know, thrive in your personal life. And we judge both sides. Women could never win, could we? It was like, if we choose to stay home, We're judged because we're not fulfilling. We judge ourselves even more so for not fulfilling our purpose and our missions above and beyond being mom. And then we've really judged women who are working full time and moms, haven't we? Like, how could you be traveling and like working so much when you have kids? Like, oh my gosh, it must be so hard. All these like sly remarks and gaslighting and she's already feeling guilt because we know we're one of her. And yet we just want to give her a little bit more you know what? I know you're feeling that inside. I'm just going to make a little remark and remind you like she needed reminding. I feel like we're losing the ability to tolerate these things. And I also believe as women, we're starting to step up because we're seeing all of us with feet running around on the beach and going, wait, maybe me too. 
maybe I can do this too. I don't have to just swim in the water. And I actually don't even have to just walk on the beach. I can do both. Are you kidding? And they're joining. They're joining. So the guilt is real, but that is just us working through the evolution. I think we can relax a little bit. And when we start to feel the guilt come up, recognize like, oh, yeah, there it is. Why? Because I am walking and blazing a trail for generations to come. So I'm still holding the ties to the woman who lived a sacrificial life. And I'm also now spreading myself into this liberated life. And those two things that I am working through as I blaze this trail for generations is going to come with some uncomfortable feelings, emotions, and things that I need to work through. But let's just give ourselves some credit because we're doing a wicked job, ladies. Like we are. Because what I've realized is I don't sacrifice anything, anything that's important to me. Why would I sacrifice? Am I going to sacrifice my kids to grow becoming iconic? No, no. But am I going to sacrifice becoming iconic for my kids? No. And you know why? How could I possibly look at their precious faces? In years from now, when they're living their own lives and say, and they say to me, mom, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing for fun? What? And I look at them and say, well, you know, I had this business idea years ago called Becoming Iconic and I kind of started it and it was going really well, but I just felt like I just wanted to be mom. You know, I just wanted to give my life up for you guys. And so I never fulfilled my dreams or I didn't follow through on the business. So I'm literally projecting my personal choice onto my kids as though they're the reason I didn't live fully. I cannot use my children as my excuse and I cannot hold them responsible for my decisions and my journey in my life. As a matter of fact, I firmly believe, and they might not get it now and one day they will, by them witnessing my tenacity, my willingness, my courage, my failure, my success, the juggling of all the things and not doing it perfectly. I'm not doing it perfectly, but I'm doing it the best I can every single day. And I have to believe as they grow into adults, it's only going to bless them that they're going to be like, wow, mom, because they'll get it. They'll have kids one day and they're going to really understand. And they'll say, wow, like you really held a lot and thanks and I'm really grateful for the example, or maybe they'll never say any of that, but in some way, shape, or form, they do something in their lives because they watch their mom grow herself, grow for the world, and grow for her family. And none of those things had to be sacrificed for each other. None of it. Would I want to sacrifice anything For the growth of myself, the only thing I'd like to sacrifice are things that don't serve me. That's it. So I can remove this idea that everything has to be in balance, that, you know, I spent 2.2 hours on my business today, so I must spend 2.2 hours with every child to make sure it's all even and my life is in balance. Well, that's like, I, I don't sign up for that class at all. I don't sign up for that class. And that is a way to go insane. That is a way to immediately drop into overwhelm. And I just don't buy into that. What I'll do is be present with the very thing I'm doing and be fully present 
So that's, again, things I will cover in Illuminate. How can you do that? Like, what do you mean be present? And how can you be a mom of four and running multiple streams of income and be in a marriage and look after yourself and be a daughter? Like, how are you doing all this? Well, some days it's not very pretty, but most days it is. And it's because I've put into place beautiful practices from a very long time of doing it. And I'm so excited to share that with you. So I know one of the challenges is that guilt. I know we, we have a lot of that. And so once we understand it and we go, oh, it's just the evolution. It's the ties to the old, the stretch into the new that's causing this in my, in my body. And I am safe. And as a matter of fact, I am liberated. And so the guilt I feel right now, I don't need to live in that. I can allow it to pass or I can ask myself a question like, what am I avoiding? Or do I, in fact, need to listen to what I'm being pulled towards and spend a little bit more time with the kids or spend a little bit more time in in the office or create a different schedule? The other thing is, is partnerships. I mean, I was just talking to my mentor about this and and I'm really hoping maybe it'll be me. I, I don't know. I don't foresee it being me right now, but I'm hoping there's going to be someone Someone who has really great experience and wisdom to support women who are now the quote unquote breadwinners. Is that what it even is? Breadwinners? Bread earners? See, I don't, again, I don't really participate in these things, but let's just, (laughs) let's just skip that part, Jen, because you don't even know what you're talking about. See, I told you I'm dialoguing and working through this in real time with you, but um, women who are earning more. Let's just keep it simple. Women who are earning more. Now, can't that be an interesting dynamic in a relationship? (laughs) It is for me. Nobody before me. Nobody around me. Other than other entrepreneurs I know. And what I know is we're all talking to each other about it because none of us really know what to do with it. None of us have figured this out. What do you do? How do you build a really solid relationship when a man feels like this was something I was to do for the family and yet you're doing it and ah, there's a lot of stuff to work through with that. I'm excited for more conversation around this. I don't have it figured out. What I do know is it's a blessing. What I do know is I am very kind and patient with the process of this. What I do know is it doesn't hold me back. And what I do know is it is, again, a beautiful time of evolution for women. And we are the first. We are the first. Now, maybe there's been women in past who have made great income and the husband was more of the nurture in the home. Maybe that's, that's been, but it has not been the norm. And I believe we're starting to walk into where we're, we're normalizing this. This is not extraordinary circumstances. This is a lot of women in the entrepreneurial space welcoming in wealth, which is a whole other subject of holding wealth. Again, something I'm going to talk about and illuminate, but the first time we've held wealth, I think someone told me it was 1960, no, 68. Could it be that recent? Anyway, it was recent. Yeah, it was 1968 where a woman could get a credit card on her own. 
1968 was the first time we could have a credit card in our own names. And here we are, 2022, with massive wealth, growth and expansion beyond our wildest dreams, families, partnerships, bigger dreams. I mean, look at what we're doing. But there's some responsibility and some learning that we really are navigating and figuring out in real time. So there's some patience that is involved in that. There is a level of compassion and empathy and quick forgiveness and the ability to have crucial conversations because we are walking on land and we have always been in the water swimming. The other thing I think that's interesting is the resistance of men. Mm, unconventional. So have any of you come across a partner? And it may be someone you're married to. It could be a parent. It could be a sibling. It could be a best friend. But someone who's like, you're going to do what? When are you going to do that? What do you mean you're going to start a business? Why would you do that? And are shaming you or throwing that in your face or taunting you with it? I've had that experience. Definitely been there. Walked in that path. And it's not fun because when you have a burning desire on your heart, like your belly is telling you, this is what I'm meant to do. I am meant to go into this company and become a network marketer. I'm meant to be a coach and coach people through their wellness journey or whatever it is. You know, you're being called into it. You are here to live the most audacious life possible. And now you have someone telling you, you shouldn't or you can't, or really getting their backs up. That, that is really uncomfortable. Because what happens is we start to justify ourselves. We start to justify our dream. We start to negotiate or we quit before we even started because we think it's not worth it. It's not worth causing a fuss in my marriage. You know, he's really against it. So I'm just not, I'm just not going to do it. And then you spend the rest of your days wondering, what if, what if I had done that? What if I had tried that out? What if I started coaching? What if I didn't have to sit in this traffic every day? And resentment starts to build. And that is not healthy for a relationship and a marriage. We think we're doing the healthy thing by cutting that dream off and saying, nope, no, I'm, it's just not worth the disruption. But what happens is, we're delaying the disruption. It shows up in later years when it turns into resentment, when you look back and wonder, why did I listen? I should have. But it's not always too late, but sometimes it is. I had the best advice. If this is the circumstance you're in right now because we are living in unconventional families and in a time of massive evolution, if this is in fact something you are feeling or experiencing, I want to give you this advice. It was advice given to me by Michael Pinball Clemens. So if you don't know who he is, he was, I think he still actually has the world record for yardage in football. He played in the CFL, which is the Canadian Football League, and he was the coach of the Argonauts, Toronto Argonauts. He's just an epic human. If you don't know who he is, go seek him out. He's amazing. So one of my dreams was to have him come speak at an event that I was hosting. And I, I made it happen. 
I remember getting a line of credit at that time and it was a huge snowstorm that day and half the people didn't come and I carried that line of credit for many years. And (laughs) I'll tell you though, it was worth every single penny for the advice he gave that day because I knew he was coming in as a a man speaking to a room of 99.9% women. There was a few men sprinkled in, but not very many. And I knew because I had walked the journey, there was many women in that room feeling held back in their partnerships by really fulfilling their dreams in their business. So I brought up the subject and I brought it up because I really wanted to kind of put him on the spot, knowing his wisdom and his ability to express and also just for the women to feel heard and seen. It's important. So this is what he said. He said, if your spouse or your partner is not supporting you in what you really feel is a part of your journey, your birthright. He goes, you can respect his opinion, meaning listen, respect it. Why? Ask questions, have conversation. He said, but you do not need to accept it. Hear that. You can respect his opinion but you do not need to accept it. And I loved that because what that showed to me was grace. That if I were in a circumstance, I'm not currently or anymore, but you know, those times that it's come up in my life, what I know if I had known that is I would have had more meaningful conversation. Like, why is this triggering you so much? What is it about this that you're worried about? Do you feel Like, you're not going to have my attention. What can we do? And again, I'm going to talk a lot about this in Illuminate. I have some really cool things to give you to support you if you're in these times or to support you that you don't have those times at all. So I would have been more curious and I would have been more comfortable with those types of conversations, but I avoided them because I didn't want to bring it up because it was just didn't feel good. But what I loved was. Also, the permission, not that we need it, but sometimes we like hearing it. Let's just be real. The permission to not accept it. That just because we are in partnership, because we are married, doesn't mean that you make the decisions for me in what I desire. And as a matter of fact, I believe in marriage and in partnership, we should be each other's biggest champions. I firmly believe as women, most of us, if not all of us, but most of us, if our spouse came home and said, I cannot do this anymore, and you know he's stressed and he's just miserable in his job, like you, you know, he's been talking about it, and he comes home and he says, I have a solution. Like, I, I really want to start this business. I'm really feeling called into this, and I, I re- it's like giving me passion and life again. I don't believe we would ever look at our husband and say, you shouldn't do that. You don't have time for that. No way. <laughs> Maybe a fear popped up where he was supporting the family financially and we were like, how are we going to do this? But that's just a discussion of like, well, don't leave your job, build this on the side. And like, that's just discussion. We may have that. But I do not believe it's in our bodies, in our design to stomp on a dream. I think we're big cheerleaders. Women are incredible at that. 
and we would applaud and support and do what we can so he fulfills this for himself. It's not always reciprocated, but here's the opportunity. And this is where I want to leave this conversation because it's a call to action. Men are uncomfortable with our rising, not because they don't want us to. I really believe that it's not because they don't want us to rise. It's because they've never watched us have feet and walk on land. And they are working through this evolution alongside of us. They're witnessing it, and it's not always making sense to them. And in certain ways, it's affecting their evolution. So, of course, there's going to be some confusion and probably some times that just don't feel good as we're in relation with a man. But because we know we as women are incredible champions and cheerleaders, what if? Rather than seeking that from a man or constantly looking for that kind of validation, we instead lock arms as a community, a community of women who understand what we hold by birthing and raising children and keeping the house clean and building big businesses and giving financial freedom and liberty to our families and being seen on social media and going on stages and all these things we are doing that are so big and beautiful that we start being the champions and cheerleaders for each other. That this is what shifts us into massive celebration versus comparison. Where instead of we're scratching our head going, huh? She's she's not even walking on land. She's running now. Like, You can do that with feet and we judge it like, oh, we shouldn't be doing that. You should be walking because we're just learning. What if we cut that right off and we're all with our flippers going, amazing job. Never knew I could even do that. Thank you so much for showing me what's possible. Evolution. How far can we evolve? Wait, someone mentioned wings? What, What if we could? Come on, let's figure this out together. Oh, I know how it feels to take those first few steps. You know what? Come on, I'll, I'll grab you by the arm. I'll, I'll, I'll help you walk these first few steps. And those of you who are still swimming and looking, you know what? We love you and we accept you for being there. It's okay. You'll grow those feet if you want to, whenever you want to. And that may not come and it's okay because we're still going to come back into the waters and swim with you. And oh, wait, those of you, hold on. Someone's already got wings. Well, that's not supposed to happen yet. And no, we're not going to do that. We're going to be like, amazing. Thank you for showing me. This is possible. Let's go. And I just see us having so much more fun being fully liberated in this evolution and actually realizing how much we understand one another, how much we can hold one another because of that understanding. We know we all feel guilt. We know that. We know as women, we are constantly judging ourselves and our moves and contemplating and overthinking and negotiating and wanting to keep everybody happy. We know that. So if we know that about each other, we can be so highly empathetic and understanding with one another. And we can really hold high standards for one another. And we can also intuitively catch one another when we see her sliding back or stepping out of 
we'll be able to have really beautiful conversations to say, hey, what's up? I saw you. You're growing big. I noticed you're quiet. What's going on? Oh, well, this or that. Hey, you know what? I feel you. What can I do to support? Wouldn't that be the most exceptional way of living? And it's so tangible. It's so available. It's just simply a decision. So to wrap this up, I really desire for us to acknowledge and celebrate the evolution we are literally in real time walking through. We are going to be spoken about in history books. This is the truth. The liberation of women. The time women stood into leadership. The time women started to grow businesses online and build big wealth. The time women grew amazing families and those families were the next generation of entrepreneurs that changed the world and invented this. And I mean, this is what we're doing. This is breath in my lungs. This expands my heart. And this holds a high level of responsibility that I am so willing to take. So let's stand in that power and realize that it's going to be messy at times and we're not going to fully understand some of it at times. And there's a lot, a lot of lessons and a lot of unlearning we're doing simultaneously. But this is a get to. We get to do this. What a privilege. So I don't know. I feel like getting my pom-poms out (laughs) and cheering us on because I just think it's it's just awe-inspiring. So thanks for hearing me out on this beautiful conversation and dialogue we get to have as women. I mean, never in history. And here I am right now in real time talking to you about really amazing growth and times that have changed and a point in history where women saw themselves fully, Mm. where we no longer were afraid of holding more and instead we were encouraged to show our massive infinite capacity and that we do it with so much grace and love We literally change the world. How's that for a pillar three? (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to Becoming Iconic, the masterclass. I trust this was a gorgeous experience for you and full of expansion. And now I'm going to give you three opportunities right now to step further into your leadership. And we're going to do that through action and generosity. The first way is please share this podcast right now on your social media and make sure to tag me either Jen Spiegel or Becoming Iconic podcast because I love resharing you. The second thing is through connection, sending the link to someone specific who you thought of as you were listening to this information and this masterclass who came upon your heart. That's a really beautiful form of leadership. And the third way, it takes one minute of your time, but the ripple effect is huge. And that's by leaving a five-star review and a comment below. When you do that, more people learn about becoming iconic masterclass and more people enter this community. And with more comes more souls and more connection and more growth and more expansion and all the things that we all desire. So those three things are ways right now you can show up in your leadership and generosity and action the things that you are learning. I appreciate you so much. I can't wait to be with you again next week. And until then, go carve and create and savor your diamond life. It's yours.